About 100 years ago, Gaston County was a booming center of textile production and innovation. But those days are long gone, right? Well, not quite. Our guest on today's podcast has a lot to say about Gaston County's textile past, present, and future. Jasmine Cox is the executive director of the Textile Technology and Fiber Innovation Centers at Gaston College. Welcome to another episode of Savvy Citizen. Uh, Janet and I are here today with Jasmine Cox, who's the executive director of the Textile Technology Center at Gaston College. And we are going to kind of bridge Gaston County's textile past with current, present day technology, textile Oh my gosh. Sew them together. <laughs> Weave them together, if yeah. you will. <laughs> Weave them together. <laughs> There's so many tongue t- tongue twisters in this in this uh, episode, so we're just going to bear with it. <laughs> but uh, Jasmine, uh, you have you said you just said that you've been working as the executive director for just a month now, but you've been with the center for six years. So give us a little introduction to you and um, what you do at the center and how you've gotten to where you are now. Yes, I would love to. First, thank you guys for having me, having our center uh, showcased um, on your podcast. We're super excited. Of so a little bit about me. Um my journey in textiles began, let's see, 2011, <laughs> my junior year at North Carolina State University when I decided to switch my major from chemical engineering to textile engineering and technology. Okay. Um, that sounds like a big shift. Uh, are they related at all? They are related. Okay. So surprisingly, what a lot of people don't know, they associate textiles with furniture, fashion, right. you know, curtains, towels, and Actually, it's a lot more based in STEM. So whether you are a chemist or an engineer or, you know, a technician working in a yarn factory, um, these are all things. It's really highly technical. Yeah. Um, And so that switch from chemical engineering to textile engineering was actually not a huge switch at all because it's the same fundamental classes. Um, so it wasn't a, bit, a bad switch, and my dad actually got me into textiles. So, Oh, really? Yes. Ironically, I'd never heard of it. So <laughs> in 2011, I was like, what are textiles? <laughs> um, and so when my dad told me about it after I, like, hated chemical engineering because I'm like, I'm not good at chemistry. <laughs> I mean, chemistry is really hard, so I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and so once he kind of told me about textiles, and he – introduced it as a way of, hey, this is a new innovative thing. The College of Textiles at NC State, they were producing artificial arteries. They're really known for their textile stuff at NC State. They are known, the only remaining College of Textiles in the U.S. So um, when he kind of talked me into it, I was sold. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's where my journey started. I graduated um, at the end of 2013. So 2014, I was job hunting and couldn't find one. (laughs) Uh So I decided to move to Charlotte to pursue my master's um, at UNC Charlotte in just general management. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I was driving to Gaston County for the first time for a charity event, and I found the textile center while driving. Oh, my gosh. What? Yes. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. A, that is such a cool story. Okay, can I rewind for one second? Did you just say artificial arteries? Or what did yeah, you say? Yeah, so artificial I, arteries. So if you think about if you're getting, like, any type of surgery in a medical field, there's a such thing, a such called thing, um, medical textiles. 
So that's what makes all of the implants and gauzes and medical bandages and even the arteries that go inside of your body. I've never in a million years thought about that. And now you're kind of like making me interested in technology. <laughs> technology. Is yeah, it too late for me to? <laughs> it's never too late. Wow. God, that's awesome. Yeah. So I feel like that is um, leading us to the point of the technology today mm-hmm. of the technology center is textiles are maybe more than you are just thinking of, not just furniture applications. Right. And if you kind of think back to Gaston County's history of textiles, at one point, if if we had a podcast back in like 1915, it would be a completely different story. Um, Back then, textiles was working in a textile mill in Gaston County or Lincoln Uh County around this area. Um, your whole family probably worked there since they were yep. legally or illegally able to work. Um, yeah. You lived in that mill village. Your whole life revolved around that. There wasn't much regulation, safety, and no one really thought of it as a glamorous thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, once a lot of trade agreements happened in the 90s, we know, and uh-huh. a lot of our um, commodity manufacturing went overseas, there were still a lot of remaining textile companies who stayed in the U.S. and started to innovate because Mm -hmm. they had to kind of change their products. They had to get creative Mm -hmm. to remain relevant. And that's kind of how our modern industry became what it is today Mm -hmm. um, through that struggle, you know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So is the history of Gaston County why there's a textile center at Gaston College, or is that something that a lot of um, like community colleges or universities have? It's rare. So okay. um, that's one of the reasons why I just found it while driving. I yeah. went to NC State's College of Textiles and never heard of the Textile Center. Yeah. So um, how I found it, the sign is actually on I-85 South. And before you get to the exit, it says the North Carolina Center for Applied Textile Technology. So you didn't know that you were about to enter a world of like years of history of like textile, like wars (laughs) and all kinds of, all of the history behind it. (laughs) Yeah, I literally had no clue because I'm from like the eastern part of North Carolina. So I never drive past Charlotte unless I'm going to Georgia. I know that's bad. (laughs) Well, I mean, like you said, it's rare to have a textile center. So why would you expect one out here? You know, I wouldn't. Yes. And that's why I immediately like went to Google and (laughs) that's how I uh, got invited to come by. But historically, the reason why the textile center is in Gaston County um, back a long time ago in the 1940s uh, when we were in something called World War II, um, a lot of the local mills had converted into supplying things for the war effort, whether that was, you know, materials for parachutes or soldier uniforms or whatever it may be. Um, There was a need for skilled labor and people who could go into these mills and work and become, you know, technicians, supervisors, whatever, and so when the textile center opened in 1943, oh, yeah, it opened in 1943 as a trade school. Cool. And so um, we actually have a few staff members left who who received a trade certificate from the textile center, not in the 40s, but you know, yeah. okay. <laughs> later on in life. So yes, it operated as a trade school up until um, the early 2000s when a lot of the industry left. And that's when we became a part of Gaston College. 
That is so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm so interested in this. And, you know, um, like you were saying about the war and, and shifting production to things more to help out the war, we saw that in Gaston County with some of our um, local companies shifting to make masks and things like that, which I'm sure you're aware yeah, of. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, and we actually did that, too. So yeah. a little bit about our center, we still operate in a training and education way, but we also operate in um, like small scale development and production. So during the pandemic, we did not go home. We actually converted our lines to help make um, the swabs for the COVID test kits. Awesome. And face mask too. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So tell us a little <laughs> bit more about um, what the textile textile technology center actually does, and um, how we how we work with students and with corporations. Yes, we are a cool hodgepodge. So like I mentioned, nineteen um, forties we started as a trade school, and at that time, I believe we were considered a community college or technical college in North Carolina, but it went away um, just with the industry changing and with there no longer being a need. So when we became a part of Gaston College, our business model focused on, you know, what services can we provide the remaining industry um, in the U.S.? And so at that time, it was, you know, third-party testing. So if they need any quality or reassurance or things like that, um, small-scale product development, if companies didn't want to interrupt production to try a new idea, Mm -hmm. they could try it with us. And then also offering just some short, small courses um, in textile education. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was where we started, and we've expanded that to where we are today. So we have seven testing labs and process areas. So everything from polymer development to yarn, testing, fabric, dyeing and finishing, (laughs) a little bit of everything. Um, We still offer those short training courses, but now it's expanded to more technical seminars, um, foundational courses for people who get hired by, you know, a huge textile company and maybe they're a chemist and have no clue what textiles are. We offer those like brief crash courses for them. Um, And now we've even expanded to our associate's degree program in textile technology. So We've come full circle since 1943. I want to talk more about the associate's degree in a little bit, but I want to go back to, um, I just want to know some of the use cases of the testing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of, oh, seatbelts. Like who, yeah. who, who is it that makes sure that seatbelts won't snap? Yep. When that's us. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, like there's so many different applications yes. for testing textiles exactly and it's just weird stuff that you never think of so if you ever want to come by for a tour we are open um but if you think about textiles now it's more so I like to call it advanced materials or material science because you're really studying everything that goes into a material it's not just a seatbelt or just a Mm t-shirt there's a lot of science that's gone behind the scenes in production so of course I can't reveal who we work for yeah but we work for over 150 different clients each year oh wow and that's like local national international global global yeah global so in some years it's more than that but post-pandemic we're you know still rebounding so Mm -hmm. usually it's it's up in the 300s of how many companies we work with goodness gracious yeah so everyone from small business so anyone who has an idea 
up to major Fortune 500 companies who are trying to produce something. Um, so when we do the testing, it could be, hey, we made this really cool polymer. Is it durable enough to go into a seatbelt? Mm-hmm. And so then we would send it into one of our labs for evaluation. Um, you know, we use just standardized test methods that exist out there. Mm-hmm. And basically it tells you like pass, fail, indifferent. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's kind of how we evaluate things in a in a general way without getting too nerdy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nerdy sounds kind of cool, but <laughs> but can you talk a little bit about um, the teaching side and the like more consumer side? How do those interact? Are students involved in some of your corporate cases or? Yeah, we are hoping so. So we just relaunched this program in August. Mm-hmm. So this is our first time having like students, associate students in textiles, studying textiles in 20 plus years. Wow. So it's a big deal and it's their first semester. So these students, they're not at the level yet where Uh (laughs) they know enough to interact with corporations, but we've already had, as soon as we launched that we were starting this program, I had maybe 10 to 15 companies reach out wanting to get in front of these students, sponsor internships, research projects. That's amazing. A lot of cool things, as well as our partners with NC State. So we are um, partnered with North Carolina State University's now Wilson College of Textiles, um, and they are our partner in our two-year degree. So our students can go to Gaston College for two years and get their degree in textile technology transferred directly into the bachelor's program at NC State in textile technology. And then in that capstone course, they get, um, you know, directly to work with industry um, on what they call a senior design project. Oh, yeah. So it could be like a brand or an apparel company Mm -hmm. that's like, hey, we want you to come up with a, I don't know, a t-shirt that dries quickly and the students will have to figure that out. That's really neat. Yeah. I have a million ideas, but I don't work for a company, so I can't, <laughs> I can't like offer internships or anything. <laughs> so how did the, how did this come about restarting the associate's degree after 20 years? I know. How did that, how did you get that started again? Yeah, it was a long process and you have the right one. Cause I was the one like doing the paperwork, <laughs> but, um, it actually came from our industry. So we hold a lot of industry events at our Kimbrell campus, um, in Belmont. So that part of Gaston County and a lot of our industry customers, partners, they're like, we need people and we need young people, (laughs) people who are not like retirement eligible. (laughs) We need them um, in our, not only in our plants, like working on machines, but in, you know, marketing and in engineering and in innovation, we need the next generation of knowledge. Um, And so one thing that kind of happened years ago when that industry left, not only Gaston County, but the U.S. and went overseas, a lot of that expertise kind of died with it. Mm -hmm. So you had a few or a small percentage of people, if their company remained open and they had a job, they stayed. And some of those people are literally still working today, or maybe they just recently retired. Mm -hmm. But then you have a huge gap 
because no, you couldn't give away a textile degree yep. or a textile job at one point. Yeah. Um, and so now that the industry has kind of just rebranded itself between like the PPE movement, Made in America textiles and manufacturing coming back to the U.S. through reshoring, a lot of these companies, their businesses have grown so much and they really need people and not just people like me who is like a professional student (laughs) 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 who can like write a dissertation about anything. They want, you know, the people who are in it, the day-to-day people. And so a need for that associate's level degree Mm -hmm. came back. That's awesome. And kind of crazy. It's almost like the history is like, is like in full force today. Like, my grandmother worked in a mill. I think you mm-hmm. said, Elizabeth, I think you said your fam- one of your family members worked in a mill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mom worked in textiles, but not in a mill. But then my generation comes through. And that's not something we even consider. Like, it yeah. was just not on our radar. Yeah. And so here it is, like, skip my generation, one generation below, and, and it's, mm-hmm. like, resurging again, but in a different way. It's so exciting. I know. And I feel like I just, I just, I when I was reading about the Textile Technology Center online, I was kind of like, Huh. I guess the textiles part of Gaston County is not dead. Like yeah. I assumed yeah. it was uh, yeah. wrongly so. <laughs> and it's it's just evolved and it's it's applications mm-hmm. that I, you know, I didn't even think of until mm-hmm. I was looking through your little menu with uh, <laughs> you know, all yeah. the different I mean it if you say that you were a chemist and it makes sense because all of the different terms on the website, I'm like, I, I barely You're understand. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's really like its own little language and like world. But yeah, like a lot of, like, to your point, a lot of our generation, we had no clue our parents or our grandparents or their parents worked in textile mills. I didn't know that until I was like, done with my undergrad degree and I found out that like my great great uncle worked in a textile mill and that's why he had lost his a part of his thumb on a carding machine I just thought oh that's my like great uncle with the weird hand I didn't think it was like textile related and I didn't learn that until I was an adult because I don't think it was a glamorized thing to work Mm. in a textile mill back then so yeah and it's crazy that how much it's shaped this community too. Like I'm thinking about like Lorraine Mill down the road. Yeah, it's and, beautiful. And now you've got the ballpark there and this yes. community developing back up around that. The reason McAdville exists is because of yep. mill, the mill industry. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you have the opportunity here to like continue to, to develop this community around textiles. Yes. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. I'm pumped for this. <laughs> I don't know what this is going to make Gaston County look like in 20 years, but it's going to be great. Yeah. And I'm very excited. <laughs> so Jess, you had before we started talking you mentioned that you're getting your PhD right now yes <laughs> it is exciting it's challenging um NC State has done a great job with evolving with the industry so the ups and downs of the industry they've stayed so consistent and really they've done a great job of listening to how to adapt to what the industry needs by altering their programs so you know like I mentioned when my dad went to NC State they only had like I think two majors like textile chemistry and textile management Mm -hmm. that's all they had and it was very male dominated um and now if you go to the college of textiles they have fashion they have design they have branding they have product development polymer chemistry textile engineering textile technology i mean 
they have so many disciplines. Um, so once I started working at the textile center, we see so much every day. And I knew I needed to go back to school mm-hmm. to further my education. So I mentioned when I moved to Charlotte, I actually was at UNC Charlotte with the intentions of just pursuing like management. Yeah. Well, I changed my major and I went back to NC State. They have an online master's program in textile. So mm-hmm. I did that while working. Oh my gosh. And then um, they're like, hey, we like you. Come back. So <laughs> <laughs> once we started the degree program, I knew it would be necessary for me to go back for my PhD. Uh-huh. So I'm studying textile technology management. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have some kind like a specialty? You're, are you going to have to write a dissertation? Yes. And- so this is you know, based in science, of course. So I'm working on my dissertation. I finished my first two semesters of just your qualifying, like your classes, your content. And now I'm working on my research plan. So my focus will actually be in sustainability in textiles. Um, That's a huge thing now. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a disconnect on, okay, we know all these great sustainable materials like hemp and flax and cotton and wool okay how do you process these things and actually make them into a product Mm. and there's a little gap there between the idea and the need (laughs) so that's the space that my dissertation will be in that's actually what I was going to ask you about next is um considering um considering pollution that's created from like clothing and fast fashion Mm -hmm. um things of that nature um, my assumption is that's what the textile industry is looking at right now is yes. how to reduce that waste or focus on reusing yeah. existing um, materials. You are you are spot on. <laughs> so where's it going? Like I want to know now. <laughs> so it's so exciting. There's the last, I would say the last three to five years, it's really been a huge increase in um, number one, the brands and the consumers kind of demanding from, you know, upstream in the supply chain, we need more um, sustainable materials because some textiles, yes, they're great. They're comfy. They make us feel good Mm -hmm. when we're exercising, but polyester will just stay in a landfill forever. So that's, that's (laughs) something that I think is confusing is sustainable can mean last forever or sustainable can mean good for the environment, you know, and yeah, breaks down easily or does not break down easily. Like people want to replace, um, like your single use plastic water Mm -hmm. bottle with a sturdier water bottle to help the environment. And that's, (laughs) it's like, uh, I don't know if that's helping in the long run. Yeah. And that's that fine line. But for instance, if you think about this water bottle, this is polyester. This is the same thing that our clothes Oh, yeah. Made out of. Yeah. So whether you're throwing away an old T-shirt or a plastic bottle, it still ends up in a landfill or in our water supplies, mm-hmm. all microplastics. Yeah, and breaks down into smaller and smaller <laughs> yeah. and smaller pieces. Exactly. And so a lot of companies, um, especially on the supplier side, they're trying to innovate how they produce um, polyester or 
if they can use more cotton, which is a naturally grown thing, of course that will biodegrade. So a lot of companies are kind of switching um, their product line. So one company that is local to Gaston County that I think I'll be okay to shout out <laughs> is Parkdale Mills. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So Parkdale Mills, they actually started um, in collaboration with Intrinsic Textiles, um, a biodegradable additive that you can add in polyester and I think nylon, and it's called Ciclo. So that is something that you can go through your normal polyester production process, add this, you know, secret ingredient, and it makes it biodegradable. So now you can use polyester because it'll go away. Ooh, oh, yeah. So that's like an idea that companies are coming up this with. This is so exciting. And I'll shout out another company, but I don't know this much about GNT, but GNT uses natural colors for for textiles, right? Yes. Yeah, so natural um, dyes and pigments, that's another area of sustainability instead of using a ton of chemicals and bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also the dyeing process, it takes a lot of energy, a lot of water. It's it's just not that great. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a lot of companies are trying to explore, like, natural pigments and dyes. So I'm excited to see some of your students, like, come out with these, like, cool, innovative, like, companies after they graduate that are, like, <laughs> ways to, like, rethink. Because, I mean, a lot of companies, and being in local government, you want to do a lot of public outreach, and a lot of times the answer to that is, like, T-shirts and things like that. And I'm just, this whole, for the last few years, I'm thinking there's got to be a, a more sustainable option for these mm-hmm. kind of things. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, ex- that's just so exciting. I, I love this so much. I could, <laughs> I could probably talk, we could both probably talk to you about this forever. <laughs> yes, it's exciting. It is. Thank you guys for having us and uh, showcasing our small little center. We don't get, uh, we're like a hidden gym, you know, yeah. a lot of people, um, they may know of us through, like, if you think of a brand or something, maybe they're suppliers or, you know, a, someone upstream may utilize us. And so that word of mouth is how we've stayed around for so long. So it's good to get ourselves out there and just appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, we've really enjoyed talking to you and learning about this. Good. Yeah, yeah, Thank it's really you. fantastic. And um, where can people go online if they want to learn more about the associates program or yeah. the t- the center's services. Yes, if you go to www.gaston.edu, um, our website has everything. So on the top banner, you'll see a tab for our textile technology center. But then if you just explore the main page under uh, programs of study, you'll find our textile technology program. That's so. awesome. Let's go do a tour, Elizabeth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do okay. it. Janet, cool. Janet's our budget director. Can we um, do a department meeting? Yes. Staff meeting. Yeah. I mean, it really. We host meetings there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll figure out a way to work that into budget and strategy somehow. Yeah. yeah one time, Jen's took us rappelling down a five-story yeah. building for a staff yeah. meeting. Okay. So. It won't be that cool. We're up for anything. <laughs> we should say we should use some of her sustainable mm-hmm. textiles to mm-hmm. rappel us down that building. Like a <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now you're thinking <laughs> well anyway thank you so much jasmine this is an awesome you. conversation yep. thank you guys